Hey everybody, it's JPC. This is episode 13. Back in my day, we're going to do a lore drop today and I'm not doing the intro. We're just going to get into it. <clears throat> Wanted to do, uh, I was supposed to do a lore drop anyway, so uh, kind of benefits. I'm going to do a state of the boomer. I had to take a break from a few things and I want to talk about that. Uh, how we, how I got to where I am right now. Um, and what's going on, what's the timings, and then also a little bit about, because uh, it is a lore drop, a little bit about me, a little bit about the things I want to do, the things I dream of doing, uh, maybe. Anyway, caveats. I'm going to talk about some things that stress me out uh, and have kind of piled on. They are not heavy things. They're not big, big things. Um, I'm fully aware of that, and um, my life is not hard. My life is not sad. Um, people have it much worse than I do, and that's my caveat, that uh, this is just something that I'm dealing with and why I took a break, um, even though it's not that significant. Um, so you'll hear me do some, uh, I'll call it, uh, pedantic uh, statements about things I'm dealing with and I do not in any way shape or form believe that they are life ending or uh, career breaking or marriage threatening none of that stuff it's just things piled on that being said let's talk about uh, it's called the uh, so rights paradox uh, paradox of the heap so I'm not going to do it proper justice for those of you who are paradox aficionados um, but it's a, uh, it's something I talk about at work when, um, when we get caught off guard by things and, um, or as a way for my team to kind of monitor not getting caught off guard by things. So high level, um, the, uh, so rights paradox is basically, if I have a grain of sand and I add another grain of sand to it, that's not a heap. If I add another grain of sand to it, still not a heap. I can do that hundreds and hundreds of times. Uh, and all of a sudden, it just it becomes a heap. No one singular grain of sand um, can make it a heap. Um, it just kind of becomes one. Uh, same in reverse. If I have a heap and I take one grain of sand away, it doesn't uh, doesn't um, stop being a heap at that point. Um, and uh, the same you know kind of methodology. No single grain can keep it from being a heap. Um, so back and forth. Anyway, I talk about it at work. Because uh, in my line, uh, we do uh, I do the financial planning and um, specifically for my director's org. And we get requests all the time. Hey, I want to do this. Hey, I want to do that. Hey, I want to do this. And it's only going to be a couple thousand here. It's only going to be 10,000 there. It's only going to be 50,000 here. Um, and we have to monitor those things because sure, those numbers um, compared to the entire budget, those are you know drops of the pan. But a um, hundred of those ends up being significant. So um, that's topical because I use it at work. But it's topical here because I want to talk about a bunch of little things that slowly piled up. Um, some were not necessarily slow. Some kind of just came out of nowhere. Um, and I think that's kind of where where things start to catch you know things off guard. Anyway. So let's talk about that real quick. These are my my grains of sand that uh, have turned into a heap. Um, 
when I first started Boomer to Diamond, um, I was fully work at home. I was able to do, I don't know, some DMs before work. Uh, I could take a break between meetings um, and do a DM because they only take like, what, seven or eight minutes. Uh, I was able to do 20 DMs a day because I could find time to do those things. With Kovacs, I can kind of do that still a little bit, but I can only do it on Wednesday, Thursday. And um, so that kind of means that everything kind of gets piled up uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. So I can only do that Wednesday, Friday. Those are my work at home days. Um, so I bring that up because um, I learned and I'm figuring out that, you know, after hitting diamond, the next steps, the things that Wahoochin kind of talked to me about were um, getting the strategy down, right? I could do my pre-round routine and I have to learn the options um, of what I can do that are efficient. On defense, I have, as a Sentinel, I have pre-round setups. I have things that I want to do. Um, depending on the site, depending on what the, the enemy team has been doing. Um, in order to learn those things, I have to do them outside of the practices and uh, or the, the mouse control or the movement routines, whatever. I have to do them outside of that. Obviously, that's not meant for that. And I have to do them outside of comp, which I can only play comp after 8.30. Um, and typically, I play comp and go right to bed, right? Um, I've been doing two comp and a... And a and a VOD review um, at the end of kind of my last rounds. Um, yeah, so kind of put, putting those things into perspective, um, knowing that I was going to need to do a lot more. I kind of was able to hand wave those things earlier, the kind of pro VOD review, um, watching somebody set do their setups. I was able to hand wave those because I could watch Wahoojin in the morning. Um, and that's no longer a viable thing uh, for me. Uh, even when I work at home, um, now there are things kind of moving in a faster pace than they were back at the end of the year because that is kind of our slow time. So my um, my Valorant allowed time uh, has diminished. It, it has shrunk. And, uh, well, I guess it has grown well, caveat, caveat uh, uh, it has grown because I have to do an additional thing, but my allowance for that time has also shrunk. That's what I meant to say. So I need more time, but I have less slots for that time. That's what I intended to say, um, which has caused kind of a, a, a challenge. So I, I knew that that was going to be difficult for me to continue to manage. So that was the beginning that adding that little thing, that's a little, we'll call that a single grain of sand. Like all of those things kind of combined is just the Valorant grain of sand. Um, I started to feel pressure uh, to um, force things back probably late April, early May. And uh, let's talk about that. So that's kind of work related. Um a member on my team went out on maternity leave at the end of May. So kind of leading up to that, we were in the middle of uh, how are we going to manage with one less person on my team um, for a couple of months, three months, and who is going to take those tasks over? How many of these tasks can we kind of delay or not do at all until they get back? Um, 
kind of thing. So my, my team was was going to shrink uh, temporarily. During that time, another member of my team got a job offer, um, which is a promotion for her within the uh, the the org, and accepted it. So and and it's a great thing for them. Fully support it. Uh, I'm extremely happy for them. They deserve it. Um, and they were concerned about the timing because of the the lady going out on maternity leave. But I was not gonna. No, we didn't need to delay those things. We can manage those things. Um, she's helping out still a little bit, but um, at the end of the day, she has essentially moved on. So my team, within the course of, of a month, was expected to be down one person, ends up being down two people, um, which then, again, throws off all of the all the plans that we put together for how to manage uh, the first person's kind of workload. Um, yeah. So boom, uh, two more grains of sand kind of thrown on there. Uh, we're in the middle of planning season, uh, which is technically our biggest, um, sorry, our busiest time. Um, that was already something that was there. So it was a grain of sand that already existed, but that adds a little bit of additional pressure. Uh, and we're making a lot of downhill changes to our plans and to our footprints. Um which is, again, something that was already there that wasn't new, but there was already kind of a lot of pressure built up to get through and make these adjustments and make them viable within the planning season. So work-wise, things just kind of actually got caught off guard by that second person um, getting that job offer. Um, so that's the work. Those are the work grains. Um, let's talk a little bit about the home grains. There's two sides of this. I'm going to talk about the family and I also want to talk about um, our pets, our dogs. So talk about the family first. So a couple of things that happened. So a little PC started um, going to day camp. It's like a swimming camp. And the first day he went to camp, it was his first time doing something literally all day long. He was expecting a number of people that he knew to be there and they weren't because uh, either they were, come, they were coming the week after or um, had something else going on during that first day. And uh, something happened. He got upset with somebody and he did something completely out of character, uh, something that was shocking um, and something that was scary. And I don't want to talk about it because I don't think that I could properly convey it via me talking one way on a podcast. Um, but needless to say, it was extremely unexpected. And it caused a lot of dialogue between my wife and I and things that we um, need to do or need to take action on. Um, this was not something extremely significant. Again, it was a one-off. He has yet to repeat it. Um, so yeah, so we're trying to navigate that. That was that was a grain that we weren't uh, expecting. And then also my wife uh, took on additional responsibilities in her role. So she had a work thing going on that's causing those kind of pressures. Um, so the biggest one of that, the biggest grain there would be uh, little PC. And then the dogs. So uh, we had two dogs. Um, they were bigger dogs. They're like medium-sized dogs. They're bigger than what we used to have. And um, we, through the course of just 
things my wife's taking on, things that I'm taking on, um, decided we needed to rehome uh, these dogs. Um, I'm not happy about it. And we actually had a lot of conversations leading up to the event happening, which also piled on additional stress. Um, I can tell you that this one is lingering compared to everything else because when I come home from work, uh, I actually get a little sad um, not having a dog run up to me and try to knock me over. Um, so there's a little lingering thing going there, but those, and then there's a bunch of smaller, even smaller things that are just kind of like, um, uh, I didn't get the flavor coffee I wanted one morning or something. Yes. I'm being a child about it. Shut up. Um, no smaller things that were less prevalent than, than the things that I've described. Um, but nonetheless, just things that were either expected to happen or completely not expected to happen. And, just piled on, right? A little bit, little bit, little bit. So those are um, kind of the events that led up to um, me deciding I needed to find freedom in my schedule. And the least important thing of all the things I'm doing is Valorant. So um, that's why I'm taking a step back. Um, I, I apologize if I'm repeating this, but I don't know. I feel like I've said this a couple of times, but Valorant, when I play Valorant, it is something that I put um, a lot of myself into. Um, it scratches kind of this uh, competitive itch that I have, this uh, desire to develop and get better at something itch. And um, when I sit down to play, when I sit down to play comp, I am focused on doing the most right thing that I can think of doing, right? I'm not I'm just kind of, I'm trying not to autopilot. And because of that, because of the effort that I put into Valorant when I play it, that includes the trainings, that includes the self-review, VOD review, the pro reviews, trying to figure out what they do and, and, uh, and things. Um, all of those things I take very seriously. So when I sit down to do them, I want to put all of myself in them. I want to be able to have the energy to put all of myself into them. And because of all of these things kind of going on, um, I was not, I did not feel like I could do it long-term. I did not feel like I could do it without making a significant change. Um, uh, additionally, the amount of new things that I was going to need to do, which is literally practice setups, learn the setups, um, try to remember those setups when I was going into games and comps, that's both attack and defense, um, that was going to take up more time. And I, I, again, I don't know if I, if I said it earlier, but ultimately 45 minutes of some type of mechs training, um, two-ish hours of comp play, those things were manageable. But now that this added piece of having to learn the setups, because I chose to do Sentinel, was going to add to that. It was going to take more time. And all the things piling on, I knew that wasn't viable for me right now. Uh, so ultimately, State of the Boomer, um, those are the reasons that I decided to take a break and try to reorganize things and figure some things out. Um, the, uh, we're going to go on a vacation here shortly on a, on a week trip. And that also give me some more time to kind of mentally and emotionally reset, uh, and start over. So, um, we will 
get back to things. I want to keep playing, but I have to figure out how to do it with my new uh, circumstances. So, and I plan on talking about that and figuring those things out um, and where my brain is at and why I'm choosing to do X, Y, or Z. Um, I would, then I would, I want to kind of move on to uh, what also I thought about during this, which is less of something that caused me to uh, to make this decision to take the break, but also it has a lot of what do I do with my time? Um, so my time right now is arguably um, anytime after 8.30 p.m., uh, which is when I play. That's me. That's my time. I get that freedom. And then I have some freedom on weekends, give or take, um, breaks between activities. Um, sometimes uh, the wife will go and hang out with a friend and take the kids. Boom, I get that time. But it's not scheduled. It's not planned. So it's not something that I can dedicate to, for example, Valorant. Because um, if I start playing and they come home, I feel obligated to get off because the, the family is home. So um, that's what I want to talk about now. So there's a couple things that so for the lure drop, the actual lure drop of, of uh, this session, um, this is a little bit about me and my, um, my desire to do something. This uh, I've said it a couple of times. Uh, one of them is uh, storytelling, but I've always wanted to uh, write something. I actually said it on, I think, the last podcast with Ethan. Yeah, it was the one with Ethan. Um, that I've always wanted to, do, to write something, uh, whatever it is, short story, um, as, as small as a short story, as big as, as, you know, a novel that I could ever wrap my head around actually writing an actual book. But, um, I've always wanted to do that. And I have these, these ideas. Um, there's something in me that wants to create. Uh, I would like to, I like, I make the joke that like, I have a, I have a story that's trying to get out, right. That, uh, so mysterious, um, but I, I've always wanted to do that. And, and part of it is storytelling. Um, and that's what this is. This podcast is that. I get to to do storytelling. I get to organize my thoughts and then sit down and tell a story. And so there is some learning experience with this. And I want to keep doing this. I do like doing the podcast. Um, I'll have to figure that out because is as I slow down with Valorant, um, there needs to be non-Valorant things. And right you now I'm talking about marketing and whatever. We'll figure that out because I have a feeling that um, based off of the feedback I get from from people, um, it's beneficial regardless uh, just because I'm old and I have experience, right? Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so writing. Writing has been something I've always wanted to do. And um, if I'm taking all of my free time to write, I mean, to, to play Valorant, I can't write. Um, and and that's, a, that's something that I... I'm okay with, but I also don't want to necessarily have that be the only thing I do with my free time because I could be getting better and developing myself on that side. Um, so that's one. Another one, um, uh, honestly, is the YouTube channel. Um, I'm actually interested in seeing what I can do with this. Um, I have a huge leg up because obviously it was a part of the Wuhujin content. And I kind of already have a default base because of something somebody else did. Um, so taking those things into consideration, um, I'd like to see where this goes. I'd like to see what I can do with this. And um, 
I hope that doesn't mean only Valorant. But at the same time, if that's the case, then I also want to build that into uh, into what I'm doing. So finding ways to 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 do this again, I think that this is this is creating something. Um, it it's storytelling in in a way, but I think that I can find ways to do that. Um, with the YouTube channel, there's also kind of this added like I've always kind of wanted to do editing. I've always wanted to kind of put a story together and edit it and I'm, I'm trash at it. So that's not something I'd even consider doing right now, but that's another thing. It's a, another form again of, of storytelling and telling a story. So um, there are three things that are kind of creation based that um, there's a, there's a, there's a drive in me that, that wants to try those things out and, and find time to do them. Um, so the time in the last, whatever, two weeks or so since I, I stopped playing um, to give myself a break, this has been what's on my mind is um, if I do get back to playing five times a, a week, um, can I use the other two days to do one of these things? Or do I limit it and go back to only a couple nights a week that I'm actually playing or whatever. So I'm trying to figure out a schedule that will allow me to play Valorant still. Cause again, there's an, an itch that that scratches, but doesn't consume my week so much that I can't continue to focus on some of these other things that kind of are, again, I feel like I have something that wants to get out that there's, There's a, an additional itch to scratch there. So um, I call that my, my lore job. I'm happy to talk about some of the ideas that I have and how scattered they are and how incomplete they are. Um, and also like why I haven't done more with it because it really honestly comes down to um, part of it is a little bit of imposter syndrome um, if I can come up with an idea, there's no way that it could be good. Like I've actually said those words in all seriousness um, about my idea for writing or my idea for a story of some kind. Part of it is uh, fear of failure, if I um, am honest, that um, which I think kind of goes hand in hand with the, the, the statement that is imposter syndrome, that... Uh, if I do it, it's going to suck. And um, for whatever reason, um, I don't have a problem with that when it comes to playing a game. Um, when it was sports, when it is Valorant, when it was Dota, like I don't have a problem with sucking and learning because I know that I can, I can get better at it. But there's something about, I'll just use writing for example. There's something about writing an entire story out and then knowing that I'll have to go behind it and edit it and change it. That makes me just go, why the fuck would I want to do that? Um, obviously, it's because I want to write and I should want to, to want to do that. But that also causes me, um, I guess, some pause. Um, because I know that I'm going to. And again, I'll go back to the imposter syndrome. I know that I'm going to have to because I think that it's going to suck regardless. Um, I don't know. That's something that that I know causes me to like one of the most procrastinating. Am I saying that right? Uh, things that happens to me. Oh, I made a joke once. If I, if, uh, if 
my wife ever wants me to do the dishes, she just needs to tell me to sit down and try to write something because I will find a reason to not write. Um, uh, it's, uh, I think that's actually a joke I heard from actual writers before. Um, if, if, if I'm honest, I think I stole that, that the only time that I want to do dishes is when I'm trying to force myself to sit down and write something. Um, so those are the two main reasons that I don't think that I've ever done it. Um, it's a lot of work. And I think if I put the same effort into that, that I put into Valorant, then I would be as far along as I have come with Valorant over the last six months. So taking that into consideration, if I do this for six months, I think I will be in a spot where I feel very comfortable with where I am storytelling wise. But I also have not actually taken the time to figure out what those steps need to be. Um, and that's across all things, even if it's, even if I learn how to edit, I need to be able to put a story together so that I could go edit it back, right? So there's still a storytelling component that has to to come to fruition before I feel comfortable with it. But yeah, that's that's uh, that's me. That's that's my l official lore drop portion of this episode. Uh, again, I want to keep doing these, and I plan on keep doing these. We're gonna go on a on a little trip, so there won't be one next week, but um. That's that's the state of the boomer. Um, I had some problems, I had some challenges. Taking a break, I'm reorganizing, but I think that there's there's aspirations that just by doing this boomer to diamond series has given me. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say hope, for lack of a better term, to try out those other things that I have an urge towards. So. Um, we'll see how I can figure that out or, or, or squeak that in. That was a mouse joke for those of you um, following along. And uh, we'll see where it goes. Um, again, I hope everybody enjoys these. I'm kind of just ranting and complaining about myself. And again, my life is not hard. So um, I have no reason to, other than the dogs, I have no reason to be sad about things. I'm just trying to organize my time. Um, thank you all for hanging out. I appreciate it. We will get back to things shortly. Good luck in your games, and I'll catch you guys later.